What's up, Swarm Eaters? Welcome back to your favorite podcast discussing all things sports going on in the world of the NFL and NBA. We got a lot to discuss today, so let's get into it. What's up, Swarm Eaters? Welcome back to another episode of the Schwimmer Sports Table Saturday edition. Hope you guys are all having an amazing weekend, whether you're on the road or at home, watching sports on the road or at home, doesn't really matter. It's just a great day to watch sports. Today, we're gonna be going over everything in the NFL as far as what trades happened this offseason so far, what we liked, what we didn't like. So let's just get into it. We're going to start with the AFC East. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to go by division, by team. Say We're not going to go over everybody that was signed by the specific team, but we are going to go over a few big names and say whether we liked it or not. And then at the end of the show, we're going to read some emails and talk about who won free agency. So let's get into it, guys. First up is the Buffalo Bills, the AFC East champions. Let's see. Buffalo had signed the two biggest names that I see so far are most likely O.J. Howard, definitely. Great tight end out of Tampa Bay. I think he's a big body tight end that will go very well with Dawson Knox. Uh, Josh Allen gets another weapon. But on the defensive side, we got to talk about Von Miller. 100, a six-year deal worth $120 million, $51 million guaranteed. That averages for about $17 million a year through the first four years. I never would have thought that Von Miller would have signed with the Buffalo Bills. Just never would have thought about it. Honestly, never even crossed my mind. I thought for sure he was going to go back to Denver, but does not go to Denver. Ends up going to the Buffalo Bills, which I think just makes them such a dominant, dominant team. They were already my favorites to win the AFC next year. And now that they can actually get to the quarterback, I think I think this is a big move and that's going to help them most likely at least make it to the AFC Championship game. The Miami Dolphins. Man or Miami, man is Miami having a year or what? They signed Raheem Moster, which I know a lot of to a lot of people that's not a big move. He's one of my favorite running backs, definitely one of the fastest, if not the fastest running back in the NFL. They also added a few other pieces like Chase Edmonds. They brought Teddy Bridgewater in to be the backup. We're assuming question mark. We don't know. Then they bring in probably the best free agency agent this year, Teron Armstead. Uh, left tackle who played with the Saints. He signed a five-year, $75 million deal worth, worth up to $87 million. But the biggest news came last week when they acquired Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill. They they traded him. They got they traded him for a first, a second, and a fourth-round pick, and then a swap of I believe two uh, six-round picks uh, or fourth-round picks. It was something like that. But then Tyreek ended up signing a uh, extension worth up to $120 million, $72 million guaranteed for four years. That's a big deal. If I had a little bit more faith in Tua, I would say this is this is a this is a great team. I mean, they're, they're already a great team. Let me not say that. You know, they franchise tagged uh, Mike Gesicki, who I think is definitely a top ten tight end in the NFL. I think he's extremely underrated. They also restructured, I believe, uh, Xavier Howard, who's a really, really great corner. 
I, I think I think this team is is definitely a playoff caliber team. Now, Tua, what, what, what are we doing with Tua? This is a big year for Tua. He has the weapons. So, I mean, there's no excuses. You know, he has to stay healthy. He has to stay on the field. And he has to produce. And if he does that, you know, we, we don't need him to be Tom Brady out there. We just we just need you not to turn the ball over, and I see we me being a Patriots fan, but I'm really excited for Dolphins fans because they've been they've been through it. I know they're the division rival, but I I don't really hate the Dolphins as much as I dislike the other two teams in our division. But I really think the Dolphins they have the pieces around Tua now, so I definitely think if they if Tua can just play up to his capability, they're definitely a playoff team. And if he can play better than his capability, I think they're a Super Bowl caliber team. I really do. They're a really good explosive offense. Pairing Tyreek Hill with Jalen Waddle and then Raheem Moster. Those are probably three of your top 15 to 20 fastest players in the NFL currently. Moving on, we have the New England Patriots. My New England Patriots. What have they done in the offseason? Well, up until yesterday, they really hadn't done anything of notice. You know, last week they did uh, they did trade for Mac Wilson, linebacker from Cleveland. They got rid of Chase Winovich. They did bring back Malcolm Butler. Um, now they did sign Jabril Peppers. I'm excited to see that. I think he's a really good safety. I'm not sure how they'll play him, especially you know with us having Devin McCourty and Kyle Duggar uh, and Adrian Phillips. So I don't know. I don't know where he kind of fits in, but he's definitely a great defend defensive player, and I'm excited to see him. They also brought back Jawan Bentley, who was their leading tackler last year. I think that he is phenomenal at the linebacker position. I think he's extremely underrated, and I do think that he will make some noise for us. Probably one of the biggest things that is not being talked about is bringing back James White. I think James White is went on the field a top 10, definitely a top 10, I'm going to say a top 5 receiving back. Um, his numbers speak for themselves, and he did sign a two-year deal worth $5 million. That includes a $500,000 guarantee. That seems a little bit um, underwhelming for him. I mean, I think he's a fantastic player. They also brought back um, Brian Hoyer, who was the backup quarterback. I think that having him would definitely help Mac Jones. But uh, yesterday, they, made a, they acquired a trade from the Miami Dolphins. They went and got Devontae Parker, and I listen. I have mixed feelings about this. I'm not on board with like Patriot Nation who believes, oh my God, uh, I saw some some tweets today that was, oh, this is the best Devontae we could have gotten. This is the best Devontae in the league. People, he's not he's not the best Devontae in the league. Let I me mean, let's make sure that we make that perfectly clear. Devontae Adams is the best um, Devontae, and probably probably maybe the best wide receiver. I, I lean more towards Tyreek Hill, but he's definitely top two, top three. Um. But I, I like this trade. I really do. Now, I'm always kind of cautious of in-division in trades because I feel like there's a reason that they're getting rid of him. And then if you look at it, it's probably because of health. You know, I think he's only played a whole season once in his entire career, and that was two, three years ago. He is 6'3". He's a big body receiver, can actually go up and get it. Some Something that we really, really need. Now, I don't think that this means, okay, we're locked, loaded, ready to go. We're good at the wide receiver position. I mean, I think we still need that one piece, whether that comes in the form of OBJ or in the NFL draft. Well, I think we do need we need to get get another receiver to compete. Um, I, I like Devontae Parker. If he can stay on the field, I like Kendrick Bourne. I'm not so sold on Nelson Aguilar yet. I know he can get a lot of separation. 
it's just being able to catch the ball, man. Uh, but uh, we'll see. You know, I will definitely see. You know, we did sign Matthew Slater back, who's one of our team captains, Devin McCourty, as well as like I mentioned before, and then our kicker Nick Folk. So I mean, we're we're doing we're building for the future. I, I see the direction that we're going. Do I think that we are currently a playoff team with the current roster before the draft? I do not. I tweeted it out a week ago. I don't think. I think we're we're, we're there. The AFC is so stacked. I don't know if we're a top seventeen. I think we're somewhere around eight or nine in the AFC. So you have a good draft like you did last year. You can maybe if you acquire Odell and a few other pieces. You know, I think well, we're right there. We need another receiver, definitely another corner. I would love for us to sign Gilly back. I think if we bring back Stephon Gilmore, we're right there. As well as if we can get a speedster at linebacker. Moving on to the New York Jets. Now, the Jets, I got to give the Jets credit. They really have not been making big Jets moves like they have done in the past. They've done a few little things that I've liked. Uh, they brought back Joe Flacco and Mike White to sit behind Zach Wilson. Uh, they brought back Braxton Berrios, who was a great returner. Uh, they signed C.J. Uzma uh, from the uh, Bengals. Yeah, not too many. Uh, you know, D.J. Reed is a not- noticeable. Jordan Whitehead, um, Lamarcus Joyner. Those are those are those are solid pickups for them. Um, I know that I think I believe they have two first round picks this year. I'm not quite sure. But I do think that it's solid. You know, this is definitely to me not a playoff team, but they're uh, they're they're trending in the right direction. You know, I do think that they should look into getting a wide receiver for Zach Wilson. Let's see what you really got in Zach Wilson. We know he has a big arm. We know he is capable. So let's just see. Um, but moving on to the North, who's going to be the king of the North this year? I have no clue. You had Bengals who were on top this year, but so far, or who was on top last season, but so far you look at free agency, I don't think really anybody's making big noise besides the Browns. But we're going to start with the Ravens. I think for them it was just it's just getting healthy. I tell the people I tell people all the time, I think Lamar Jackson, when healthy, is a top five quarterback that he does not get enough credit. People, I would love I'm the biggest Mac Jones fan in the world, but if I had to get rid of Mac Jones and only could bring if I had to pick one quarterback to have on the Patriots. I wouldn't pick Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. I think under the right coach in the right system, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the NFL. And I hope he proves that this year because I really do love me some Lamar Jackson. Uh, they hadn't gotten him a receiver as of yet of this recording, but they, you know, they did sign Patrick Richard back uh, and they did resign uh, or they signed Michael Pierce. Uh, who They brought him home and they signed Marcus Williams. From the Saints on a five-year, $70 million contract with $37 million guaranteed. Moving on to the defending AFC champions, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Not too much noise there. Franchise tag Jesse Bates, re-signed Eli Apple. They did sign Ted Karras from the Patriots, three-year deal, $18 million. Uh, Lillard Collins is probably the biggest uh, news from them. Um, former star from the Dallas Cowboys, they signed him to a three-year deal. To sure up that offensive line. I think him along with Ted Karras and Alex Kappa, I think you got a really good solid offensive line there. I think with the Bengals, they're just trying to run it back with a different offensive line, see what they have there. Not sure if it's going to work now with the division getting a lot harder. You know, you got the Ravens coming back to full health and then all the moves the Browns made. But we'll see if we'll see if it works out for them. Speaking of the Browns, wow, have they had a heck of a free agents? First, the the drama with you know OBJ and Baker Mayfield. 
OBJ leaves and then he ends up winning a Super Bowl. And, you know, then Jarvis leaves and, uh, you know, now Baker didn't want to play. Then they end up getting Deshaun Watson and that changed the landscape forever. Um, They traded so much for him. Um, They traded three first round picks, a third rounder, two fourth rounders, which I think he's all worth it. Um, Then they gave him a fully guaranteed contract of two hundred and thirty million. That's a big that's a huge contract. But I think he's definitely worth it. I think when healthy, when he's on the field, he's a, he's definitely a top five, maybe even top three quarterback in the league. I think a lot of people are forgetting what he did just two seasons ago when he was on the field. He led the league in passing yards. And he's still young. I believe he's only like 25, 26. 26, I think. I think he's 26. But, um, yeah, and then they went ahead and got him Amari Cooper. Now, I will say I do want to see one more wide receiver there. Um because you know they did they did get rid of their tight end in Austin Hooper as well as they uh they got rid of Jarvis. So I do need to see I know they franchise had David Nojuku. I believe he's a very athletic, very solid tight end. Um I just I need to see one more piece for Deshaun uh to compete in that division with the Bengals and the Ravens. And then you have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um <laughs> quietly, I think they've had a really, really good free agency. I think Miles Jack on that defense, Miles Jack is a stud. I don't think a lot of people give him enough credit. I think he's a really, really good football player. Definitely a top linebacker. And I think you pair him with that defense, and that's that's something scary. <clears throat> Excuse me. They also went ahead and signed two-year uh, deal at $4.2 million to Gunnar Osheski. Gunnar, we're going to miss you here in New England. But definitely chase that bag. We're proud of you. Uh, hope you do good every day or every week, except on the weeks that you play the Patriots. An interesting move, though, is when they went out and got Mitchell Trubisky. I really think that that's a good signing. I want to see Mitchell Trubisky get another start. And I think under a great coach like Mike Tomlin, who I think is probably the, the second best coach in the NFL behind only Bill Belichick, I think he's going to get that chance. Uh, he'll be, have to compete with Dwayne Haskins, of course. But I do think Mitchell Trubisky has all the intangibles it takes to be a great quarterback um, I just think he he had a bad a bad shot at it in Chicago, and we'll see. You know, uh, with him, it's going to be just don't turn over the ball and make the plays that are there. That defense is going to win you a lot of games. Don't turn over the ball, make the plays that are there. Next, we're going to be headed to the AFC South, and in AFC South, we'll start with the Texans. As we said, you know, he we they did Deshaun, they did trade Deshaun Watson. Other than that, there's really not. I mean, they made a lot of little signings here and there. I'm sure a lot of these are really good players. None that I really see that are noticeable. This is definitely a team that's in rebuild mode. One thing I'd like for them to do is trade Brandon Cooks to the Patriots. I loved when Cooks was on the Patriots. So I'm hoping, you know, we'll send him a, a, I don't know how old Cooks is, but I think a third or maybe a second if he's young enough, but I I don't remember his age. Moving on to the Colts. Now, the Colts made some noise because they got rid of Carson Wentz. Now, nobody saw that coming. I didn't think Carson Wentz played really great last year, but I didn't think he played bad enough to be released from his team. Um, but then they went out and got Matt Ryan. I, I love that. Honestly, this is one of my favorite moves of the offseason, that they got Matt Ryan. I think that he will thrive in that system. Uh, I mean, he played in indoor stadiums in Atlanta. Now he's doing the same thing in Indianapolis in an indoor stadium. Has a great run defense. A, I mean, I'm sorry, a great run offense and a great de- or good solid defense. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to call this a playoff team. I think they're right there with the Pats. I think they are. You know, that eighth or ninth spot. I don't know if they're. 
a playoff team, but I think they're they're very close. I do need them to see them get another wide receiver, but I think they I think they're close. I think with Jonathan Taylor they can lead them. Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> oh, does anybody spend more money than the Jacksonville Jaguars? I know they're they spend a lot of money. It seems like I don't even think they were in top five of spending. But that, to me, I mean these contracts. Zay Jones, twenty four million dollar contract um, that has a max value of thirty million. Christian Kirk, thirty seven million guaranteed on an eighty four million dollar contract. That's a lot. Uh, Laquan uh, Treadwell, they re-signed. Evan Ingram, they signed to a one-year deal. Brandon Sheriff. I mean, there, there's some good pieces there. Uh, to me, it's all about getting enough offensive linemen to protect your number one asset, that is Trevor Lawrence. You know, I know they want to put good receivers around him, but I think he's one of those quarterbacks. If you protect, he can make it work with just about anybody, but we need to find that out. Moving on to the Tennessee Titans, they shocked the world whenever they got rid of Julio Jones. That's not official until, I think, June or July, but they have already gone ahead and moved on from him. But they did go ahead and trade for Robert Woods. I think a six-round pick for Robert Woods is a steal. I think that better suit, he better suits Ryan Tannehill's uh, capability and what he likes to do. Um, Julio is by far a better receiver. But I think Robert Woods will fit well. They also signed uh, tight end Austin Hooper. I think that's a great signing for them. I don't know. The Titans, I think with the Titans, it's all about getting healthy again. You know, they they did. They were upset in the playoffs by the Cincinnati Bengals. But I don't know. I think this is a good team. I think as long as Derrick Henry can stay healthy, this is a really good team that I think, especially in this division, I think they'll win their division pretty easily. Um, the only one that I think can compete with them at the moment is maybe the Colts, but I don't see the Colts beating them. So they'll definitely win the division, in my opinion. It's just all about staying healthy and making a run in the playoffs. Now, to the best division in football, the SEC of the NFL. The AFC West is just trying, it's all about outdoing each other. You know, it started with the Denver Broncos, so we'll, we'll start there. They acquired Russell Wilson. Now, that I believe they traded uh, two first round picks. Uh, was it two second rounders and maybe a fifth rounder or something along those lines, maybe a fourth rounder. Um, I think it was a fourth round. It was a fourth rounder. And uh, in return, they got a fifth rounder. I know they got Drew Locke, uh, Noah Fant, and I believe uh, defensive tackle Shelby Harris. I think that's a great trade for both sides. I think Russell was ready to move on. Um, and I think this is a great landing spot. I said last season that Denver was a quarterback away, a quarterback away from making the playoffs and I think they are solidly locked in at number seven I'm not going to pick them to win the division this is a tough division I don't even know if I can pick a winner yet but I am going to pick them to make the playoffs I really do think with that defense I think what would have really put them over was if Von Miller would have signed if Von Miller would have signed I would have been ready to say okay look look Denver I think you can make a Super Bowl push but they've had a great draft as the last two or three years they were a quarterback away, and they got their quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see how they move forward and to see what Russell Wilson can do. I like the receivers. I know they lost Noah Fan, but I love Albert O. I think he's a great tight end. They got a good young defense. So we'll see. Next, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, if I would have recorded this last week, I would have probably picked them to win the division. But I think the loss of Tyreek Hill is so huge, and we're not talking about it enough. I think it's really, really huge. I, I don't know. I just think that Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquise Valadez-Scantling, man, I feel bad for the rest to put jerseys and names on the back of those jerseys in Kansas City. But I just think that's not enough to, to 
to to replicate what they did last season or in the previous seasons. Uh, I, they got Patrick Mahomes. I still think they're a great team. Definitely a playoff team. But I wouldn't be shocked if this team doesn't win their division. You know, I think Denver is right there. And I think the Chargers are right there. Speaking of the Chargers, let's move on to them. Uh, they took my boy J.C. Jackson. I was very heartbroken to hear that. Um, but, you know, he got five-year deal, $40 million guaranteed worth up to $8.2 or $82.5 million. Uh, they also traded for Khalil Mack. Man, that's that's some big that's a big trade right there. I think he has a lot left in the tank. I think he's gonna be really good. Moving on to the Raiders. Raiders also got a great pass rusher. They had already uh, signed Max Crosby to a four-year deal, um, fifty-three million guaranteed. I think it's like ninety-eight million dollar contract. They signed Chandler Jones to a three-year deal, thirty-four million guaranteed. The big news, of course, was that they went out and got Devontae Adams. Now, I told everybody, I think this is the perfect landing spot for them. I, I love me some Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is vastly underrated. I think he's a really great quarterback. And I think with great weapons that he has around him now, with Devontae Adams, um, Darren Waller, and then uh, Hunter Renfro, I think Derek Carr is going to shock a lot of people. Now, do I think the Raiders are going to... I can't pick, I can't see them winning this division. I just can't. I, I think the Chargers, maybe the Broncos, and you never come to Chiefs. One of those, I think, is going to win in this division. If I had to pick somebody who I didn't think was going to win, it'd be the Raiders. But definitely a playoff team in my mind. I think they're they're right there with the Pats. Maybe a little bit better than the Pats. Maybe fighting the Broncos for that seventh spot, uh, seventh or eighth spot. But I think they're they're definitely right there. Moving on to the NFC. Uh, well, actually, let's go to break real quick. We're going to go to break, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to go over the NFC. What's up, Shorm Eaters? Hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you're enjoying the show, be sure to check out our other podcast, Shwarma Table, where me and Dakota go over everything in the world of Star Wars, Marvel, as well as DC. You can hear us go back and forth as far as our opinions and our thoughts on the shows, movies, and everything else going on in those universes. Be sure to check that out every Thursday, available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Now back to the show. Yeah, be sure to check out that podcast, Shwarma Table, if you're into Marvel, DC, anything other than sports. We talk about that every Thursday. Be sure to tune in and listen to me and Dakota go back and forth. But back to the NFL news. NFC East, we're reviewing free agents. Um, the Cowboys got rid of Amari Cooper. I think that was that was probably for the best, honestly. I think Michael Gallup's a really good receiver. And I think the Cowboys really aren't going to fall off too much without Amari. They re-signed Dalton Schultz. I think that's a great re-signing. They also reached an agreement with Demarcus Lawrence. I think the Cowboys are probably top four, top five teams in the NFC. The NFC is really not that good this year. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the Cowboys can make some noise, win the division, and maybe make it to a NFC championship or Super Bowl run. Um, maybe Cowboys fans. Hopefully for your sake. The Giants. Really, the Giants haven't done really much in the NFC or in the playoff playoffs. The NFC um, free agency. Anything really relevant. Um, I did like the fact that they signed Matt Breida. I do hope that they let Saquon Barkley go. I really want to see Saquon with a really good team. Uh, I'm not saying he has to go to Tampa Bay or anything like that, but I just want to see Saquon elsewhere, and I hope they they give him that chance. And then we move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they re-signed Fletcher Cox. Um, that's really, I mean, 
some of these teams really haven't done much. Uh, I know Boston Scott's really pretty good with them. The Commanders, the new team in the NFC, well, the new logo at least, uh, the Washington Commanders, I think their biggest thing of to note was that they signed Carson Wentz. As we talked about earlier, they required him in a trade from the Colts. Uh, I think be like they gave up like a seventh-round pick. Um, or no, they gave, I think they gave up a third-round pick. And they gave up. They gave Carson Wentz in a seventh for that third-round pick. Or the, yeah, the other way around. I'm, I'm confusing myself. Anyway, they got Carson Wentz. And I don't know. I really liked. I, I don't know if I really like Carson Wentz as the quarterback moving forward for that team. Uh, they do have a few weapons with Scary Terry, um, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. They're playing a weak division, other than the Cowboys. I think you know a sleeper team to make the playoffs. They have a great defense, so I think they could make the playoffs as like the last seed. Moving on to the NFC North. Um, wow, how this division has fallen. The Bears really haven't done anything of note um, besides getting rid of their best player in Khalil Mack. They did sign Byron Pringle, so that is a weapon for Justin Fields. But they got to do more for their young quarterback if they want him to succeed at all. The Detroit Lions, uh, they did a few things here and there, but nothing really of notice. Um, Yeah, they're the Detroit Lions, so that's, that's really all we have to say about them. Uh, the Packers. I think the Packers got worse. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to sit there and say, well, you know, they, they re-signed Aaron Rodgers. That's the big thing. Who is he throwing the ball to? And Aaron Rodgers doesn't even want to play football anymore, if we're being honest. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want doesn't care about playing football. He wants to be the highest paid player in NFL history. And he achieved that. You know, good for him. He had a hundred over $100 million fully guaranteed out of his $150 million deal. Good for him. Get all the money... You, He'll go down as a top five quarterback in NFL history. I believe so. Um, some people definitely top ten, but to me, top five. I, I just don't know who he's throwing the ball to. And I think with by with losing Devontae Adams, you lose your hold on the NFC. Not that you ever really had a hold because they hadn't a hold that they hadn't made the play or made it to the Super Bowl since their Super Bowl run. But I think I don't know how they contend with the Rams and the Bucks. But we're just gonna have to see. Minnesota Vikings, uh, they re-signed or they signed Kirk Cousins to a one-year deal. <clears throat> um, really, that was it. I mean, I know they signed Patrick Peterson back the other day. They also got Zadarius Smith, so that's a really good signing for them. Uh, the NFC South, <laughs> uh, the NFC South, they picked up Marcus Mariota to replace um, Matt Ryan. I think that's a good signing. Cordell Patterson re-signed. That's good. Damian Williams, those are all pretty good. Casey Hayward, that's a good signing. Um, you know, I think they they'll they have a good chance to fight for second place in the NFC South. Carolina, man, if you're a Carolina fan, you got to be hurt, don't you? I really thought Carolina was going to get Deshaun Watson. I really, really did. Um, I was actually shocked whenever he was like it's between the Saints and Atlanta. Um, I just thought he would have been a perfect fit. But uh, moving on, we have the Saints. The Saints, you got to give the Saints a round of applause. <laughs> they were like seventy million over the cap before free agency started, and I think I just checked it. They were like twenty six. They have twenty six million dollars in cap space now. So I don't know who their GM is, but man, give that man a raise. The fact, the way that he was able to do that, that's cool. Um, they did sign Marcus May um, at the safety positions. Uh, they re-signed PJ Williams. I think the biggest uh, news out of New Orleans is they were able to bring Jameis Winston back. 
you know, if Alvin Kamara plays and Michael Thomas plays, I, I can see this definitely being a playoff team. I don't know if they have enough to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they always beat the Bucs. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I definitely see this maybe as a playoff team if they can have a great draft. Um, but we'll see. Their defense is getting a little bit older in age. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> I mean, between them and the Rams, is cap space even a thing? They were able to re-sign Tom Brady. They were able to re-sign Giovanni Bernard, able to re-sign Leonard Fournette. They picked up Shaq Mason, and to me, one of the worst trades I've ever seen is whenever the New England Patriots traded Shaq Mason for a fifth-round pick. That was, that had to be a cap move, but I don't know how the Patriots don't have the cap space, but the books do. Anyway, they franchise-tagged and then later signed Chris Godwin to a $60 million deal, $40 million guaranteed. I, think, I believe it's a three-year deal. Um, they brought back Bashawn Perryman, uh, as well as Carlton Davis, and they brought in Logan Ryan, who did play with Tom Brady in New England um, for many, many years. I believe it was like four or five years. Uh, the Bucks, man, I don't know. They Their GM needs a raise as well. And then I believe the last division we have coming up is the NFC West. To me, the best division in the NFC Um the Cardinals really didn't do too much. It doesn't seem like it. Um, they did re-sign uh, Max Williams, who I think is a really good tight end. They signed Zach Ertz, another really good tight end. James Conner was huge for them. To me, it's all about keeping Kyler Murray happy over there and trying to see if you can make a playoff run, um, a deep playoff run, that is. The Rams. I don't, I don't even know what to say about this. I mean, how do you... If you just look at these contracts... They signed Matt Ryan to a three-year, $129 million extension, a $60 million signing bonus. Okay. Then they go on and sign Allen Robertson, who I really wanted to come to the Patriots, on a three-year deal with $30 million guaranteed. And if that wasn't enough, they then, they then signed, uh, two, three days ago, they signed Bobby Wagner to a five-year deal worth $50 million, um, and it has a max value of $65 million. That is insane to me. That is just... It's insane. I think the Rams and the Bucks will be fighting for that NFC title. Um, but moving on to the 49ers. 49ers really didn't do anything. Um, I like the signing of Dante Johnson. Um, I like Chavarez Ward. I like those signing. Uh, Decorius, Denard. Um, those are... I mean, those are solid corners. Um, moving on to Seattle... Seattle, as we said earlier, got rid of um, D, uh, no, DK. I really want them to get rid of DK Metcalf. That's been on my mind. I really, really, really... I'd trade two first-round picks and two second-round picks. No problem. That's why I'm not the GM for the Patriots. But that's what I would do. Uh, I think he solves all your wide receiver problems. And I think that he's the best up-and-coming receiver in NFL. But they did get rid of Russell Wilson as well as Bobby Wagner. Um, I don't know if Drew Locke is the answer. But they did get some picks back. Um, so I think that I know Jamal Adams is a really good um, safety. I know he's probably top three safeties. But giving up two first round picks for them for him a few years back, I think that really hurt this team. And um, we'll see. We'll see what they can do in the draft. I think they are a really good drafting team. I believe they are on a rebuild. So who knows? I'm tr just trying to make sure I didn't forget anybody. I don't believe I did. But yeah, that's that. That's everybody. Now, we did get a few emails over the, before the weekend uh, on the other show. So, I'm just going to skim through a few of these. Uh, a lot of you guys are wondering, who do I think won free agency? 
I believe I talked about it on the other show on Thursday. I think it's simple. It's it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, to be able to get Tom Brady back, to be able to bring back all your weapons, um, then to see Bruce Arians gone, which I, I, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it or don't talk about it, but I don't think Tom Brady and Bruce Arians really got along too well. So uh, I think Tom Brady got his way. And I think that this team is lock-loaded and ready to go for another run. Now, I did see some rumors that they might get Odell Beckham. For what? I don't know why. I mean, you have Mike Evans. You have Chris Godwin. You have Scotty Miller. Can the Patriots please get somebody? But anyway, I think that's who won free agency. I think, like I said on the show earlier, I think they won free agency by re-signing Tom or having Tom Brady come back from retirement. And the NFC just the NFC South just got so much worse. I don't think there's anybody in the NFC South that can contend. And the NFC as a whole got worse. I mean, Devontae Adams left the Packers. You know, Kyler's not happy. Dallas lost Amari Cooper. You know, I think they'll be fine. I think there are two or three Super Bowl caliber teams in the NFC. And I think the Bucs are better than both of them. I think, you know, I think you got the Bucs. To me, it's the Bucs. Super Bowl contending-wise, I think it's the Bucs, the Cowboys, and the Rams. Packers fans, Cardinals fans, don't be mad at me. But I, that's who I think. And the Cowboys always choke it away. So, we can assume no different this year. So, I, to me, it's between the Bucks and the Rams. And I'm giving the slight edge to the Bucks because I do think they win the number one seed. I know the Rams went in there and beat them this year. But next year's going to be a whole different year. They don't have Von Miller. I know they got Bobby Wagner, but that's two different st- play styles of players. I just think that the Bucks are going to make... I definitely think they're going to make a run to the playoffs. But I think they have a golden opportunity to even, like... They'll have that first round bye if they make get the home number one seed. But then they'll probably end up playing somebody, I don't know, like the Commanders or um, the Cardinals or just a team that they can easily beat in a divisional round. And I think it's going to be like a, like kind of how those old Patriots seasons were from like 2008 to 2016, where they really weren't playing anybody in the divisional round. They were just, it was like the Texans, the Colts or something like that. Uh, I think the only time they ever, like, played somebody really good was, like, the Ravens, um, which we normally either lost or, you know, almost lost. But I, I, I don't know. You look at the NFC, and I and I think that they definitely won the free – I think the Bucks definitely won free agency. Uh, now, if you head over to the AFC, then the AFC is loaded. And when I say loaded, I mean loaded. I don't think the AFC has ever looked this bad. I don't think any conference in NFL history has ever looked this good, this dominating. There are – I'm a Pats fan, and I don't consider Super Bowl contenders, but we're a really good team. I think if you put the Pats in the NFC, they're a top five team in the NFC. But if you look at it, I mean, you got the Bills are a Super Bowl contender, the Chiefs. Basically, everybody, almost everybody in the NFC West. Um, you got the Titans, the Ravens, in my opinion, the the Bengals, of course, the Browns. There's like eight Super Bowl contending teams in the conference. Eight. Eight, I'm, maybe even 10, I don't know. But like half of the conference is a Super Bowl. So that conference is literally Super Bowl or bust. It just doesn't make any sense. I think that that definitely, I don't know. I, if I was a betting man, I would say that the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I just think the AFC is so stacked. I just The only bad thing is I think it's kind of going to be like the SEC. They're just going to beat up on each other. And by the time the, time the Super Bowl comes around, a team like the Rams or the Bucks are going to pick them apart, but we'll see. But I think that's all the time we have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the Swarma Sports Table, our first episode 
be sure to check out our shawarma table, Marvel, DC, and Star Wars edition. That's every Thursday. Me and Dakota get into it, as well as check out our um, check us out on all our social medias. We now have YouTube. Be sure to check us out on there. Our first video will be uploaded this week. Uh, we're starting a whatnot for those of you who didn't hear on the last show. Uh, so you'll be able to buy stuff from us. And then we're also we're also be on Twitter and TikTok. We post a lot of we post every day on TikTok. Not as much on Twitter, but we're getting better at that. But thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Shawarma Sports Table Sunday Edition. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you later on.